Good day. So, in this episode, we're going to talk about the story of Till and Spiegel. So, basically, it's, the original book is written in German, and there's not a, there's like, so in the, within the book, there's a lot of stories, so 99 chapters, and there's um, a story of its own within each chapter. So, we're going to talk about a couple chapters in the original book, and then there's also a rewritten edition in English that talks about, that's a whole book on its life, and we're gonna summarize that for you guys. Oh, wow, sounds fun. So, in the original story, um, he is a protagonist of a German chat book, which is a type of street literature, which was published in 1515 with a possible background in earlier middle low German folklore. He plays practical jokes on his contemporaries, especially scatological in nature, exposing vice at every turn. His life is set in the first half of the 14th century, and the final chapters of the chapbook describes his death of the plague of 1350. Dang. So he was like a real person. Yeah. Yeah. Like in this book it was, and he follows him throughout the life. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, so the book is divided into 95 chapters, but actually, like, it's numbered 96 because chapter 42 is missing, which is unusual because in the middle of the book, while you're reading, it suddenly goes from 41 to 43. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So that's what you get when you read the book. Oh, nice. Um, The first chapters are dedicated to Till's childhood, which is usual. Yeah. Being a pain in the butt sure yeah like every child yeah in the beginning don't have children um in chapter nine till leaves his mother and begins his life as a vagrant okay um he takes up diverse occupations but each chapter ends with him moving on to another place oh so he's just he's just like couch surfing back then you know yeah just he move, just keep hops, hops from each place oh i see to i see another yeah so So, although the stories say Till and Spiegel paid tricks on people, mainly out of mischief, um, he basically did it so he can gain money, food, or vengeance. So really? it wasn't all like, he had a reason for half the time. I wonder who would be ticking off uh, Till, you know, making him mad. Did it say in the book at all? Do you know? Yeah, well, so for one of the chapters of the book, um, he traveled to this place and then realized that the innkeeper was a crook so he decided to find another place to stay really yeah so till told this to the innkeeper in the evening and the latter when it was the time to show the guests their lodgings did not do so for till Oh, 
Okay. So instead, he was shown to a bench, a sheets, bench. and a pillow in the form of three farts by the innkeeper. So everyone else got a room and he got a bench. Yeah, basically. Oh, so you can imagine. Yeah, so you can only imagine how that ticks oh, toe off. Yeah. So then he decided to repay the innkeeper with mischief of his own. Mm-hmm. In the morning, when it was time to leave, Till defecated inside the innkeeper's folding table, covered it up, and told the innkeeper that he had arranged everything before he left. Okay, another chapter within the book was that it started on the day he was baptized. The day he was baptized, yeah. Basically, Till's grandmother was carrying him home. She took a shortcut over a bridge and she slipped and fell into the dirty water. Oh, so they're all dirty now in dirty water. Yeah, basically. So, but then someone nice came by and rescued the boy and carried him to their village to clean them up. Nice. Um, and that is the story of how Till Unspiegel was baptized three times in one day. So first in the chapel, then in the dirty brook, and a third time in a clean, warm bath. Wow. And that began his many adventures. Though Till Inchbeagle wasn't very religious, even though he was baptized. Yeah, yeah he considers that baptism three times. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. According wow. to the chapters that I found online uh-huh. okay. of the original book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So within his lifetime, Till became a doctor, a dentist, a smith, a cobbler, a tailor, a tanner, a butcher, a horse dealer, a clown, and a monk. Wow, so every time he... You know, changed places. He changed, um, I guess, profession as well. Well, probably because yeah. you can't yeah. really work out of town. Oh wow, he's a man of talent. Yeah, but yep. within each of these stories, he was always known as a trickster. Always known as a trickster. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. And another story, Till went to go see the Count to seek work, and the Count hired him to be his watchman. A watchman? Like, to, like, watch, oh, like, a second-hand man, you know? No, like, to watch over the oh. territory. Oh, that makes sense, watchman. Okay. Yeah. Till signed a pledge of allegiance to the Count, though he had hoped to be a knight or a soldier. Oh, so he got the short end of the stick. Yeah, basically, and I don't think he was happy about that. No. But he had to do it either way for money and survival. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then Till took his place in the tower, and one day the enemies of the Count crossed the border and invaded his land. Really? Till sat in the tower watching them, never sounding the alarm. Oh. Oh, I see. And he sat, He watched as the enemy rounded up all the Count's cattle and drove them away over the border. And while he was doing that, Till laughed. Wow. And the Count watched. What a bad guy. That is that is sort of funny, though. Sure. Well, I mean, like, he had one job. He didn't like his job, so he, he did what he had to, you know, to get out of it. Okay, well, mm-hmm. the count rode after the enemies a few days later. They returned, although the cows were dead. The count and his man, re- men recovered great sores and smoked smoke meant for the stolen cows. The cook made food, yeah. and Till did not get any food. Oh, 
so he was being punished as well. Yeah. Yeah. So he was angry, so he called a fake alarm, went down to eat all the food he wanted. Oh. Downgraded. He was then downgraded to a footman whenever the soldiers set out to the, after the enemy tell made sure he was the last to leave the city gates. And when they were coming home, he was always the first one back. Oh. So, so he sent an alarm and uh, got all the food he wanted, but then got punished for it. And now he... Uh, yeah, now he gets a really short end of the stick. Yeah. yeah. So I think it just gets worse for him. Yeah. The but I think he left after. Oh. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. So now for the rewritten edition. Retelling of the Ellen Spiegel tradition has been published in modern literature since the 19th century. The legend of Thile Ewan Spiegel and Lamb. Lame, lamb, lamb, we're going lamb. Sure. Lamb Godzak by Charles de Coster transferred the character from medieval times to the context of the Protestant Reformation and the Dutch Revolt. Yeah. The legend of Thyle Eulenspiegel and Lammy Godzak is based on the 14th century low German figure Till Ellenspiegel. Yep. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. the author of this book incorporated <laughs> many of the original amusing uh, Ellen Spiegel tales as depicted by the coaster or the author, yeah. right? Ellen um, Spiegel carries in a locket around his neck the ashes of his father burned at the stake outside the walls of the city on charges of heresy. A feature never hinted at in any of the original folk tales. So, um, this, uh, the rewritten version is the character's father gets burned for doing stuff against religion. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Imagine receiving that necklace. Like, just wearing it. Imagine. Yeah, that would be so fun. And creepy. Okay. Now more of his backstory. So he was born in Spain, not Germany this time. <laughs> And as a child, Thyle already exhibits the naughty behavior he will become infamous for as an adult. As a youth, he is several times apprenticed to various craftsmen, but never remains long with any of them, especially due to his habit of taking commands literally with hilarious and sometimes disastrous results. In all, he does not take up any regular profession, but rather spends his time playing tricks and practical jokes. Uh, practically or especially corrupt catholic priests so like so he plays more of the original stories in the yeah novels. he's playing jokes on priests that's good that's some wow the author really had bang on plot and story that was pretty good yeah okay for most of it yeah Beagle himself is caught for having incautiously expressed in public the opinion that masses said for dead benefit no one but the clergy paid for saying them due to his youth he gets off with a relatively light punishment he is sentenced to three years exile and must get a pardon from the pope in rome okay so he's he's like he's arrested for saying things that you shouldn't say yeah like like that um religious people if they said would would pay for them severely yeah. but he only gets off with a light punishment ish but he's exiled yeah yeah I well guess. that's that's great yep yep, yep.
embarks on a journey through the Low Countries and the German Holy Roman Empire, perpetrating his tricks and practical jokes wherever he goes. Sometimes he indulges in elaborate, in elaborate tricks. For example, getting Jewish and Gentile merchants in Hamburg to pay him considerable sums for supposed magical amulets, which are in fact made of animal excrement. Oh, that's good. Great. That is really good. Uh, he he has a German bastard who would be named Illenspiegel and whose own tricks would in later times be confused with those of his sire. Okay, so he had a child. Yeah. Illenspiegel, not <coughs> Illenspiegel. And he's going to grow up to be as the original book says, ish. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Okay, makes sense. Um, he is destined to fight back against the Spanish oppression. He becomes an utterly devoted spy and agitator in the service of the growing Dutch revolt. And he attaches himself to William the Silent, the rebel leader, and performs for him many dangerous missions behind enemy lines. Huh. Interesting. That is, um, very different from the original stories. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, similar in some yeah. sense. Yeah, similar enough. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our second podcast. Of the story of Till Illenspiegel. Um, I know it wasn't... It was long, I guess. Yeah, it was yeah. good length. It was good length. Okay. We're in a really loud place to end this.